He's absolutely just like a f-ing horse. It's like my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it though. I love it though. <laughs> you know? Uh, put your hands to the constellations. The way you look should be a sin. You my sensation. What's wrong with it? I know I'm preaching to the congregation. We love uh, I would just Jesus, listen to the music. That's all. This is kind of somber. what up, Rose? What up, Jay? What up? Oh, she loves it. She putting on a makeup. She casually, yeah, what up? Text message breakups. The casualty, big cat, fuck you. How she don't wake up and that love me no more. Hey, what up? I'm not, I'm not even tweaking. I'm done tweaking for the day. I got it all up. Welcome to FBFO. I'm looking at her like this, what you really want to, huh? Why we all get anyway? Oh, I forgot it's something. Sabian got me on the clock, so we got about 14 minutes left of his services. I know I'm Welcome, 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 welcome. If you don't already, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. If you haven't already, make sure you like, comment. Don't already subscribe, share a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us on socials at Goodies and Two Shoes for Damn. <laughs> my apologies. Yeah, you follow us there too on Instagram, but follow us at For Papers Men Only. My apologies. I went back a little bit. I had a flashback. Uh, at For Papers Men Only on TikTok and Instagram. At C A R F P F O on Twitter. Uh, we back back for another episode. Like my co-host like to say. Say back, back for another episode. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I feel like my shit. Oh, okay, cool. This song is insane. I ain't gonna lie. Everything about it. Um. Well, folks, uh, one team will be out of the lossless column. I'm not gonna say that. Good ending, Ty. That <laughs> would mean, just be simply embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, it's very, very, very possible that that can happen as well. Um, But we have the the Minnesota Vikings this week. Big matchup. Uh, You know, y'all heard and felt the tonality and the vibes of our set on Wednesday. I know a lot of you guys feel the same way um, that we're feeling, you know. Um, But this is a big matchup on Sunday. I think that it'll set the tone for the remainder of your season transparently. I think that a lot of us felt as though we wanted to go into the bye week at least 500 with a 3-3 three and three record. I believe that um, this game as well as the Detroit game, if you looked at our schedule before the season, a lot of people counted this as a win. A lot of people counted us to at least get one of these two as well as getting one of the two against New Orleans and Atlanta. So, you know, it's a big game. It is because in all actuality, if we just look at the situation at hand and and we're just honest with each other, 
I don't predict that we beat Detroit next week, and I don't predict that we beat Miami the following week. And so if you want at least one win before your bye week, this is the week to get it. Yeah. Um, I have, we, we have a big injury update right now. Uh, Panthers starting safety, Xavier Woods, expected to miss extended time with hamstring injury. One source said the absence could be four to six weeks. So just prepare to go into this week down your safety, Xavier Woods, who I thought played phenomenal in week two. Um, he got injured early against Seattle. Uh, I don't even know if it was early. I think it was early. It yeah, was. Yeah, he got injured pretty early against Seattle. And I guess, uh, yeah, just going off what JJ said, um, we well, I know personally, I at least expected us to be. Um, I had, I think, I had us at least winning the Saints or the Falcons game. I. I don't know if I had us win in this game, but I more of the story I expect us to have one win before going in to play in Minnesota. Um, as you know, both teams are winless at this point. Uh, yeah, Minnesota just lost to um, the Chargers last week, uh, and we played them at home. Um, I personally don't – nothing leads me to believe that we'll win this game. I'll be honest. Um, and – the fact that we play them at home might be the only thing that we can cling hope to. But other than that, nothing leads me to believe that we'll win this game. Um, we, we're we down. We're banged up in the secondary. And, you know, we play arguably, arguably the best receiver in football in Justin Jefferson. He just went for 7-149 and 149 last week against who? J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, those guys. In my opinion, we have no guys on the team who can match up to that. So, I mean, if he did that to them, we're going to be in for a long game, and he might put 200 on us. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, and so, overall, that's how I'm feeling. I think we'll lose this game. I'm not sure about what margin. Um, I'll have a, a prediction for y'all later on in the um, episode here. But, yeah, overall, I think we'll lose this game. Good evening, sir. How are you feeling? Feeling phenomenal. Coming off your first loss of the year. Yeah, it was a little bit I wish y'all could see our cameraman right now. It's currently Tuesday evening. As y'all know, we record both episodes on Tuesday. And he's sitting in a fucking Dolphin jersey. But what more do you expect from a Cowboy fan? Now, see, one thing y'all learn about me over the course of this podcast is I love to troll. And uh, the one wearing the 49 jersey over here would like... He liked to talk shit about my boy Tua and say that he wasn't worth the fuck, this, that, and the third when I bought his jersey. Because I fought with Tua, man. You know, he showed a lot of heart in that college football playoff comeback win. That made me a fan right there. So, you know, I was supporting my boy through it all. And he just rolls out and throws for damn near 400 yards the last two weeks, hangs up 70. So, as a little fuck you to JJ, I decided to throw on my Tua jersey one more time. But back to the Panthers, man. You know, I think it's going to be a... a Somebody has to win this football game. And unfortunately for Carolina, it's probably going to be Minnesota because they've been a lot more competitive, in my opinion, in their two in their three games, um, and they have a lot more talent. And I think that they still have expectations, pretty high expectations for the season, at least playoffs. Um, and I just don't think Carolina is even looking in that direction right now. I think they're really just trying to figure out who they are and who they want their identity to be as an organization. So – I think one team's kind of still got their sights on the playoffs, and one team's trying to figure out who their identity, what their identity is. 
Fair point. Fair point. I mean, another tough matchup. Um, you know, like Tavian just mentioned, they do have a lot of talent all throughout their roster. Um, you can look at either side of the football. And, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. At some point, I predict us to at least win one game. Is this the game? I'm not sure. I have hopes for it. I have us predicted to win this game. Um, but who knows, man? Who knows? Um, you know, their run game hasn't looked the best. Alexander Madison did go for 90-plus last week. I'm not sure exactly what that total was. Yeah, it was um, 20 carries, 93 yards. Cool. So, you know, that is going to be something that we have <clears> to keep <throat> an eye on because, I mean, we've given up 100-plus yards rushing every single game that we've played so far this season. Ain't it crazy what bringing in a little bit of competition will do to a nigga? I mean, they bring in Cam Akers and Alexander Madison's decide to pop. <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very true point. <laughs> very, very true point. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be, you know, it's the same, almost the same story as li- last week in that regard because last week we faced Kenneth Walker and we told you guys on the Seahawks preview that that was going to be the main thing that we need to fo- needed to focus on from a defensive perspective was focusing on Kenneth Walker and figuring out a way to keep him contained. And we just simply didn't do that. Um, I want to go back to the news that Terrence just broke. Obviously, you know, when you guys hear this, it'll be old news at that point. Um, As far as Xavier Woods is concerned, I have full confidence in in Sam Franklin. I think he'll be solid with the exception of, you know, what happened to him on the goal line (laughs) last week. He played a solid game. Eat your Wheaties. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best thing we can tell him. Um, but he played a solid game last week, so I'm really not too, too worried. Obviously, you would want to have your starter back there. But just with the competitive nature of Sam Franklin, I think that will be okay. And in, in, in all transparency, I think that it might be a little bit better because right now, Sam Franklin is exactly what this team needs. We need a spark and we need a dog. We said last week, or, or excuse me, during the Seahawks preview that Adam Thielen and Andy Dalton were the only ones really that show heart. That was the, I said that. I said that. I believe Terrence agreed with me on on that front. But those were the only two guys, in my opinion, that showed any amount of heart on Sunday um, against Seattle. And like I said, I mean, Sam Franklin is, is, is probably what we need at this very moment. We need a guy that doesn't give a fuck. We need a, a guy that is not afraid to come down and hit. Like I said, cool. You want to look at, you know, what happened on the goal line and the NFL, you know, their official Twitter page wants to make that shit pop. Everybody. I mean, that's cool, bro. But at the end of the day, Sam really didn't give a fuck. He still got up talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that those are the kind of guys that I need. Those are the kind of guys that I need. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting. It's going to be a very very interesting matchup against Minnesota on Sunday. Yeah, um, and I'll say it. it it's going to be tough because if hypothetically speaking, uh, hopefully I'll watch the pod um, that will release Wednesday. Well, that will have already released by the time y'all seen this, and then <clears throat> really been able to uh, listen to the part where we broke down the injury report. God forbid all of those guys end up being out because, I mean, the way we already can't stop the run, if Brian Burns doesn't play, if Frankie Louvu doesn't play, obviously Xavier Woods, he's already been ruled out. 
But if C.J. Henderson doesn't play, then it's going to be a very long day for that defense. Um, and coming into the game, like, I wouldn't necessarily have been scared of Alexander Madison because I still think that he is a shell of himself. Um, he had 20 carries for 93. That's cool. Uh, but you can kind of see him getting frustrated and back to the old Alexander Madison even during that game because he gave one up on the goal line. But they happened to say his forward progress was stopped, which that's very questionable call, but that's neither here nor there. But you can just still tell that his confidence is shot a little bit. So I'm, I wasn't really under the belief that he'll necessarily kill us in the run game. But because I think that Kenneth Walker is a better back than Alexander Madison. And, but I just think with those injuries, um, it could be a long day for the run game. If we don't get, if we don't get shit in order uh, by the time Sunday hits, then it's going to be a very long day. But I'm more so worried about the receiving core, like their receiving core, than necessarily our run defense. I, I don't see under any circumstance that we'll stop Justin Jefferson. We'll be even remotely close to containing Justin Jefferson. Um, I, I think he would dog walk us, honestly. And so I think that would be more so of our downfall than the uh, – than the run game, because Kurt, he's going to throw the ball. He threw 50 times this past week against the Chargers. So once he realizes how sweet that secondary is, then, I mean, he's liable to throw for five. Yeah, I mean, I think you just – you hit it right on the head right there. <laughs> I mean, it's really going to be Justin Jefferson and uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah. That's going to be going at it all day. I mean, and TJ Hawkinson forgot about bro. I yeah, yeah he had seventy eight yards last week. So yeah, they. I mean, they they have a vicious air attack, and that secondary just they can't hold up. Just I mean, say it. Yeah, yeah, they can't. And when you know, once you get that air attack going, and then you um pile that on with the run game, or which I mean, really, it's whichever one they want to get yeah. going first. To be honest, because it starts coming easy after one is. Yeah. yeah, because then you start overcommitting the one and then leaving the other exposed. And right now, we don't have a disciplined enough, balanced enough football team to really uh, be even kill and not uh, – we don't really have that being but don't break mentality right now. Right. And, and so once they get one, then the other start falling into place. Yeah, and I, you can't, I mean, what are you – you, you going to load the box and leave your corn DBs on an island? Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you really can't. So, I mean, and Minnesota's not afraid to run the ball. I mean, they did do it. They gave him old boy 23 <laughs> times. I mean. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. Um, so, I mean, I guess that would be our first, our first key to victory would be defense as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to, and I'll go a step further just for the sake of the conversation is going to be defensive uh, defensive scheme. That's where we'll go with that. It's going to be essential to um, throw different looks at Kirk Cousins. It's going to be essential to commit to one thing or the other. Um, film study is going to be crucial this week. Film study is going to be crucial this week because, like we just talked about, like Tavian and Terrence just referenced, if we're stuck in limbo, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. So, defensive scheme is going to be our first key to victory. Um, the second thing for me, we'll go on the opposite side of the football, is establishing the run game early. 
We've seen the first three weeks Miles Sanders look as though he was nothing more than a scheme running back, a schematic running back for my grammar police out there. Um, We've seen him show an inability to create any separation for himself. We've shown we've seen him to look extremely subpar. So that is going to be one of the main things that we're going to have to focus on is the run game. And I'm going to go a step further because, you know, I'm hoping that the laws of manifestation at some point kick in. We need to see Chuba Hubbard more. It's really just that simple. What you got? I would just like to piggyback off of that point about Miles Sanders. It's just like I think we're starting to really get the full picture of who he is because I believe Philly's offensive line is good enough to mask a lot of deficiencies in running backs. You can be a subpar running back in Philly and look like an above-average running back. I mean, because look what happens when they put a running back with some vision, some speed, you know, and some shiftiness back there in DeAndre Swift. I mean, the motherfucker's done gone for 150 in back-to-back weeks, damn near. And we never saw – Miles Sanders looked good behind Philly, but we never saw anything to that level. And yeah. DeAndre Swift got shipped out of Detroit. Very, very good point. Well, I mean – I, I agree with everything that's been said. Uh, we have to establish the run game. I'm not under the belief that we will. Uh, if we have Miles Sanders back there continuing to do his little dance moves and run east and west instead of north, um, it's then it's going to be a very long game. Obviously, we don't know what quarterback is starting as of right now. Um, if it's Andy, then we roll with him. Uh, he played uh, solid last game. I'm fine with that. If it's Bryce, then we roll with him. This will be the game that we can see what he can actually do if he is unleashed, if, I mean, the play calling is better. But obviously it's like beating a dead horse. Each week the play calling has to get better. We we have to see better play calling. And it did look a little better last week. It did. But like Yak said, if y'all listen to the episode, there's no way a quarterback should be throwing the ball damn near 60 times. And so I guess that all brings brings it back full circle. Is if the running if the running game doesn't get going, then that kind of that that sets you behind the sticks. If you can't get that established, then everything else is just going to look like a shit show going forward. Like you'll be able to throw that many passes, but you're going to be able to throw that many passes because you really don't have a choice. And when you start not having a choice but to throw the ball, then that's when you start putting the ball in harm's way. That's when you start letting those DBs back there have a lot of fun. That That's when they really get to start teeing off on your receivers. That's when they really get to start playing the ball in the air. So when you, when you can't establish that, then everything is going to come back around to you're going to get clipped pretty much. I, I, my, my key to the – Key to victory for this week is going to be a little callback to our episode last season for Dogs and Demons. I mean, that's because that's really what's required at this point. I mean, everything has looked like complete shit up until now, and there's just been little to no effort or fight on behalf of numerous players um, through in this organization. And it really comes down to who who the fuck wants it, like who yeah. who really wants it, and who's going to go out there and get after it. Like, uh, even even if we even if we fucking lose the game. Who the fuck is going to make a statement and stand up and say, I want to play. I like playing football. I'm here. I want to take ownership of my job, of this team. I want to be a leader. 
Who, who the fuck is going to do it? Because I've seen nothing. Adam Thielen looked good. Adam Thielen is 37 fucking years old, damn near. <laughs> like, I mean, he, Adam Thielen cannot be the only dog on the fucking roster. There's no, there's absolutely no. Andy Dalton? Fucking Andy Dalton is a dog. I mean, really? Come on now. Yeah. Who, 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 who wants it? Yeah. This is the week that you have to go for broke. I mean, we're almost to the point where it's like you don't really have anything else to play for at this point. The most that you have to play for is to show that you're not the laughing stock of the NFL. That that's really all you have to play for is for your your confidence, for your pride moving forward. But based off of what we've seen the past three weeks, it's like we're not really playing for anything else. We're not playing for no division title based off of what I've seen and based off of what we've seen from the other teams in the division. So this is the week you go for broke. At, at this point, it's it's as good as a tryout. You got what, how many games is left in the season? 14, 15? 15. 14. 14? We got 15. No, you're right. 15 weeks left, 14 games left. Well, you got a 15-week trial tryout to see who the fuck is going to be here next year because yeah. it's looking like we need to clear fucking house. And it's already sad that you have to get to this point three weeks into the season. I mean, it's really embarrassing. Yeah. It's really embarrassing. Tavian, I love that callback because I do believe that this is the week that we have to show that we have some dogs and we got some demons because, I mean, the way we got punched in the mouth last week against Seattle, not only did we get punched in the mouth, but we shot away from the fight that they brought to us. Like I said, I mean, I was extremely vocal on the episode on Wednesday with the with the hit that was suffered by Andy Dalton from Julian Love, you know, if you had a team full of dogs and demons, the the simple fact of the matter is that that hit does not go unaddressed. That hit that hit gets returned tenfold. Yeah, that, yeah. I was about to say. I mean, that hit. <laughs> I, I I'm under the belief he should have been injected. I think I saw said that in the episode Wednesday as well. But you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But it just goes to further the point that right now. Based on the way this team has looked, we don't have many dogs and demons. Like Tavian said, we're relying on guys that are very, very well past their prime to, you know, lift this team to even make us competitive. It's really sad. It's really embarrassing. Um, You know, I I said that I had us predicted to win this game earlier, but the more that we've talked about it and just the more that I think about, you know, the, the different situations and who potentially will and won't be available. Um, Obviously, I'm going to know a little bit more on Wednesday afternoon. You know, we record on Tuesday. I've said that numerous times this season already. Um, So you guys will have a bit more clarity as well on Friday. We don't know who will be the starting quarterback at this very moment. Um, So, you know, it's going to be interesting. I had us predicted to win at the beginning of this episode. Now that we've sat and talked about it and thought about it a little bit more, the Minnesota Vikings may, you know, they may just be a little unbearable for the Carolina Panthers right now. They, they, they may be, you know, they may be too much. I don't know. I don't know if this team has it in them. I really don't. Until I see something different now, I don't believe that I'm ready to pack up the whole season yet. Wednesday I said we may win two, two or three games, and that's, you know, very, very accurate and very, very well may, may be true, but I'm not ready to pack up the season just yet. I still believe that this team can turn it around. I still do believe that, you know, this defense can make plays, big-time plays when it matters. 
I do believe that at some point, Bryce Young has to at least be remotely close to who we believe him to be, at least a Bryce Young from college. So I don't want to pack the season up yet, but I don't know if the, the, I don't know if this is the week that that things turn around. I don't, and I would love it to be, but I'm not sure that that's going to be the case. Well, and, and going off of that, if this week is not the week that you turn it that you turn it around, then what week will it be? Because when you think about it, um, you see how if you somehow come out of this game with no confidence, if you completely get beat down this game and you take that into next week, the week after against Miami, do you see how everybody was laughing at Denver this week? You will be the fucking laughing stock of the NFL because they would do you even worse. I can promise you that. So if you don't somehow find it in you this game, do some self-evaluation, look in the mirror, dig up whatever you have inside of you to go out and put up a bearable product on the field this game and make this game competitive and to at least find something to play for this game. And if this team completely drains your morale, then going into next week, the week after uh, the Vikings game, you will be embarrassed. And it won't even be it won't even be funny. Like you will really be embarrassed. Uh yeah, I mean that there's really nothing else much that can be said about that because I I, I mean I would have to agree with that. I would have to agree with that. In order for Tavian's prediction to be wrong, this team starting 0 6, we have to get this game because I don't see you beating Detroit and I don't see you beating Miami. At the very bare minimum, we go into the bye week one and five. And then, you know, we do some self-evaluation and we move a couple of pieces around and then maybe we can we can get to work. Um, but, it, I mean, the, the clock is ticking already. The clock is ticking already. Three teams in the division are two and one. You're the only team that doesn't even have a win yet. The clock is ticking. If you can't find it within yourself, like Terrence just said, if you can't find it within yourself right now, if you can't prove yourself to be one of them dogs that we need in this organization – at this very moment, I don't know what to tell you. And I don't know what, you know, what is left to hope for, really. Um, I'm going to go 27-13, 27-13 Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to go 20-35 Minnesota. 24-15 Minnesota. Well, I mean, there's that. <laughs> there's that. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's one of those situations where – it's almost hopeless. <laughs> I mean, it's almost hopeless. Like, it, it, it's sad as fuck, bro. And, like, sometimes you just got to laugh through the pain. But it's, it, it's, it's sad. I mean, it's sad. And, and up until this point, this team has been nothing short of a disappointment. Dogs and demons. Dogs and demons. Frank Wright, get your fucking boys. Frank, Frank Wright couldn't motivate me to beat my dick on the side of the I'm going to tell you. Appreciate y'all tuning in.